Hey there, I'm Donnie Spano and I welcome you to this broadcast. Today in this broadcast, we are looking at if you say. We are looking at faith words today and it's so important. It's good to have a wife in here that'll cut it up with you while you're recording. We are looking at faith words. We're looking at if we say, and I wanna tell you right now, you can have what you say. You can. You and I can have what we say. And it's so important. Now, we've looked uh, recently at how faith comes. There are two gateways of faith. There's eyes and ears of faith. It's important that you and I hear this word preached. So I encourage you, download this. Get it on your podcast. When you're dropping the kids off, you could be listening to this. When you're going and running your errands, you can listen a little bit more. Come and get it. Coming and going. Uh, other ministries, other ministers that, that witness to you and, and are used of God to minister to you, get it. We'll find this in Proverbs. Proverbs 4 is a great place to see it, but you'll find this is how we keep God's ways. It talks about keeping His words in the midst of your heart. It says, keep them before your eyes, keep them in your ears. It's very interesting. Romans 10 touches on this that, you know, we're not... We're not directed of God in that um, in those verses in Romans 10 to send Bibles. It says sending preachers. It talks about you know if uh, if there's not this kind of provision, how shall they these preachers be sent? So it's very important hearing the preached word. It's how faith comes. Now, when faith comes, now that's that's talking about what we see, what we hear. When it comes, it needs to be exercised. Now, we've looked at what we believe, right? How these beliefs stay in. And in that aspect of Proverbs we just touched on, it talked about keep them in the midst of your heart. This is how we keep God's words, what we believe, what we trust that is His ordained way that's how we keep it in our heart we have to see it and hear it continuously and uh, then we come and talked about uh, what we think and we talked about how every single um, yes sir thing that we believe it started with the thought God's words when we see it when we hear it it's conveying a thought words convey thoughts and everything that's spoken, it started with a thought. A spoken word, anything we say, is a conveyed thought first and foremost. And so if we don't renew our minds continuously by the Word of God, we're going to be saying the wrong thing. We're going to be building the wrong thing. But there's good news, and I want to share this with you, that you and I can build the right thing day in and day out for the rest of our lives. We can put God's words before our eyes. We can hear them uh, all the time, hear His word being spoken forth. And as we do, we're setting ourselves up to have the mind and the heart to speak what God needs built. And this is how you and I can have what we say in faith. Because that's the only way it's a faith. The only way it's a faith is if it is heard from Him. Go with me, if you will, to Mark 11, verses 22 and 23. <laughs> I said that earlier because I'm so thankful my wife gets to be here with me in our studio. And there's times where she laughs and cuts it up with me while I'm preaching this. And I thoroughly enjoy it. 
It is so good what we have. Hallelujah. You know, you can have the best. God will give you the best. Here in verse 22, it says, And Jesus answering said to them, Have faith in God. This is the answer to life's problems right here. You trust God. And that's what Jesus is telling them. They were astounded because he spoke to this fig tree and it withered up from the roots. And they're thinking, what? How in the world? Peter took notice and said, look, master, the fig tree which you cursed, it's withered up. Jesus said, have he, well, let me, let me back up. Um, yeah, he answers him. Have faith in God. And he said, and continued in this, verse 23, let's look at it together. He said, For verily, for truthfully, I say to you, that whosoever shall say to this mountain, I believe they were really there by this range. He's really pointing to this mountain. He said, If you'd say to this mountain, Be removed, and be you cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he what? Which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. Now, I remember uh, one of the fathers to my faith, Brother Kenneth E. Hagin, the Lord Jesus, he ministered this to him. He said, look here and see how many times it says, say in this verse, in this Bible. And it said, well, for verily I say, that's one, to you that whosoever shall say, that's two, to this mountain, be thou removed and be you cast in the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe. He said, that's the only one time it says believe there. Um, believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. He said it, it, it says it, thank you, Lord. He said, it says it three more times talking about what you say than what you believe and brother kenneth e hagan he said the lord he showed him this you need to talk uh you're gonna have to minister three times more on what people say than on what people believe thank you lord many many believers many uh we were so amassed in this world and this world just talks about what worldly things what it sees, what it feels, what is natural and flesh, right, of the senses, that's what they are naturally talking. And so if we get around that enough, we'll find it can rub off on us and we can just go through our days just talking about what? What we see, what we feel, what we heard, and not realize it, we're building the wrong thing. I mean, if you wanna build a nice home and you come out and they started the foundation, then you come back and they're building a whole different thing. That was not on the blueprint. That was not the way it was supposed to go. Where is that second story? Where is the, and nothing is matching up with the blueprint. You're not going to be pleased. And the master is looking at this. He's looking at the blueprint of our lives. He's looking at the blueprint of his kingdom today and he's going, Guys, guys, we need it built like this. And he needs us to get our hearts and minds wrapped around that vision. He needs us to go forward and go, all right, this is happening like this. Be this. That's what Jesus would do. He'd say, be blessed, right? He said, uh, uh, 
what did he do? He cursed the fig tree. Be cursed. I bind you. Right? We find in Matthew 18, it talks about whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. God himself, a lot of times, he'd say, light be. He would speak it what he desired. He'd speak it right as if this is what's happening. The very words amen means so be it. When you and I pray together and we say in Jesus' name, amen, we're saying be it so. We have requested this now in Jesus' name, be it so. It's going to be just this way. Well, it actively wasn't, but we're saying it is. Can you see? This is the nature of God that He's looking in a dark place and He's saying, light be. And God is looking for you and I to take His vision in this way, in our homes, in our workplaces, in our worlds, and shape it for Him and build this kingdom by our words. Because if you and I say so, it shall be so. And that's what Jesus, He's given us this call. He's given us this directive that we don't speak about things. We're not called to do that. We're not graced to do that. You and I are graced to speak two things in this earth, in this life. Speak two cancers. Don't talk about the diagnosis. Don't talk about all the details of it. Speak to that thing. I curse you, cancerous uh, uh, growth. I resist you in the name of Jesus. You cannot stay here. You must go. Body, I speak to you. You be recovered in the name of Jesus. Quickly expediently in Jesus name healthy cells grow up multiply in Jesus name can you see this not talking about it talking to it and this is why many have not been effective because they're too busy talking about when God has told us to talk to this mountain tell it what to do don't doubt about it don't go back and talk about something else. Only believe and you shall have it. This is what we're called to. This is how faith works. This is how it's exercised. And this is how you and I do what Jesus started with. He said, have faith in God. And you see that thing? You speak this, what you desire? Now, Desires must be aligned with God. The more you and I are led by His Spirit and we're tuned in to His words, that's why we talked about this. What You can have what we can have what we say in faith. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of the Lord. When you and I are in fellowship with Him, something will be in our heart it will be right. It will be God. And now he's expecting us to speak that over that and watch it occur. Watch this supernatural occurrence. Now go with me to Romans 10. We're going to start in, I believe, verse 17. Hallelujah. I'm going to say it again. You can have what you say in faith. Is that? Hallelujah. Now... Let me go over my notes here. I want to just make sure I, I get everything to you that God gave me. We talked about how His words come and they stay in our hearts by keeping them before our eyes and in our ears. There is no conveyed uh, word without a thought. 
If we will change our minds, we can change our hearts and we can change our lives. I'm going to say that again. If you and I will allow God's words to change our mind, it will come to a place where our hearts will be changed and we can change our minds. I'm sorry, change our lives by speaking forth His words. It first starts in this mind. If we, There's going to be many things that will think, well, I thought that was God's way, but as we spend time in fellowship, as we spend time reading our Bible, we find, no, actually, this is the way. This is it. There will be times where we'll have to completely uh, withdraw from what we thought was reality what we thought was God, because in actuality, we had to grow up some. We had to realize, no, there's more to know, and okay, there's another place to go. And we take a step up from where we were. And in order to do that, the mind had to be renewed. And when we allow that, when we continue to be mindful of it, we keep it before us, before our eyes, in our ears. We come to the place where we meditate upon it, and it stays in our heart. And then we got something that even in a drastic time, in a time of stress, what's going to come up out of the abundance of the heart? The mouth speaks. And when that word is there, you and I will speak it out with no hesitation. And this earth must shape and change. It must be conformed into that very image of what God has ordained. Hallelujah. Now here in Romans 10, we find this verse 17 so then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Don't you find it interesting that many a time Jesus would say, Those that have ears to hear, let them hear. He's looking out out a vast multitude, thousands of people at times, and they all, majority, had both of their ears. And yet he kept saying, If you have ears to hear, let them hear. And he would cry it out, it said in the, in the Bible. He would shout this so they'd hear it. And then the most notable parables. He said, if you don't get this, how will you get the rest? And he said that only, only one out of four would actually hear and be fruitful with what they heard. That's what we're talking about here. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. When you and I hear, we have something to do with. And he talked about in that parable that there were those that heard it, but then other things came up. They were mindful of other cares of this world, would, would choke it up, and it was not fruitful. And we find there are two qualities of the good soil, which is honest and patient. And you and I must be patient, thank you, Lord, and honest. We bear fruit with patience in an honest heart. And you and I, when we will continue in this way, that no matter what other people think about it, no matter what is how different it is from this world, we will continue and patiently, steadfastly go this way. We will find fruitfulness that others do not because we will have qualified to be some of God's best soil and He can cause that seed that's been in there working and working to come out and to speak forth, and to create what only God can build. Hallelujah! This is what He's ordaining for us, and there are dreams that He would have for this year, in these days, 
that will not be able to come forth outside of him getting it in our hearts and saying it with our mouth. Need to start talking about, yeah, we're doing this. We're building that church. We're going to have that work there in that town. Yes, we are. And revival is happening in that place. Hallelujah. And yes, we are doing that. And we need to start seeing it and saying it. Seeing it and hearing it. Keeping it before us. It's part of how this supernatural is going to transpire in these days. Now, faith comes by hearing. Hearing by the Word of God. Faith words. Faith words. We've talked about how they come. We talk about how we keep them. Right? Now, let's talk about how we release them. Let's go to, thank you, Lord. Go with me to Romans 4, verse 16. Let me look at our time here. I know we're, we're drawing close. Thank you, Lord. We'll have more than enough time. This thought came to me as I was studying and said, Confession must be supernatural in practice to be supernatural in effect. Confession. That's what we're talking about. If it's not in our heart, we can say it and say it and say it. Guess what will not happen? The impossible will not happen. We can speak certain things, not confident about it in our heart, not having heard from the Lord. It will not transpire. And this is where people have actually thought they were believing for healing and it didn't happen, so it must not have been God's will. No, no. We must first go to those scriptures. There's times where we need to set other things aside. We need to go to Matthew 8. We need to see how Jesus uh, was there at Peter's uh, place and, and his uh, wife's mother was sick of a fever and, and he laid hands upon her and she was healed. He spoke his word and the spirits would leave and, and all people resorted to them. And, and there in that place, there were many healed. There were many delivered. Why? Because it was spoken of him that himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses and by his stripes were healed. What, what's happening when we're saying that? We're hearing it and we're reading it. It's before our faith is coming. And we got to do this in different aspects. We got to do it for our finances. We got to go to and see the blessing of the Lord. It makes rich and adds no sorrow with it. God said he would supply all of our need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Feeding faith. Feeding faith. This is the only way it can be in the heart, which is the only way what we say will be supernatural in effect. And this is how the impossible becomes reality. Because if it's not a supernatural confession, it will not have supernatural effect. Hallelujah. It is a spiritual way. And now here we find, yes sir, in Romans 4, let me catch up with you there, verse 16. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And here in verse 16, we find, Therefore it is of faith that it might be by grace. Why well, say might be? It is, there are things that are not fully complete. And God is looking to see what we're doing in conjunction with Him. Anytime you find an if or a might be, it's because faith and grace work together. 
And everything God does, He does it graciously. He does it outside of deserve, deserving. He does it outside of works of man and of flesh. He does it by generous nature. But that generous nature must be taken in and received. And the only way we receive it is by faith. This is why you find in the Gospels, Jesus said, uh, he, he looked at people. He said, according to your faith, be it to you. He looked at the woman that was uh, healed of her infirmity. He said, woman, your faith has made you whole. He didn't say his faith, her faith. And that's what we see right here. That it might be by grace because it's of faith that it might be by grace. To the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed, not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all, the father of faith. Let's see how that transpired. And it continued and said, As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. This is what he heard. It was also written. So this was something he could see, this was something he could hear, this was something that had faith in him. It changed his mind. It changed his heart. It was something he'd talk about. It changed his name. Made him from being a, thank you Lord. Abraham means father of many nations. Abram did not mean that. God was all the time causing him to hear that vision. Hear that vision. See it and know it. Get it inside him because it needed to be so. And let's continue in this. Before him whom he believed, even God, who quickens the dead. That means gives life to the dead. Are there some dead things right now? You know, over the course of these days, many have been without work. Many have even you know, uh, uh, been put out of their places. And in this time, God is looking to speak life to that dead. He's looking at those uh, uh, unemployment circumstances and He's saying the best of jobs right now. He's saying to that place, being homeless and without, the best of place to stay. He is looking over what is dead and gone. And he's saying divorces. You know, you have people that have been together like they hadn't been before. And marriages could have been tighter and, and harder than ever before. And God's looking over and saying, life be. Abundance of every good thing be. He's speaking this into our lives. Thank you, Lord. Let's go back to that verse. It said, who quickens, gives life calls life, quickens the dead, and calls those things which be not as though they were. This is his nature. To look at something that's not, but to speak what is desired, to speak what is good, to speak what is God. 18th verse, who against hope believed in hope. There was no reason to expect that, but he did, and he spoke it. He believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken. So he's going back again. What? To what God has said. It has been spoken. So shall your seed be. And being not weak in faith. He was not weak in faith. Hallelujah. 
He did not consider, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. Now take this into consideration. Sarah could not bear any children. He, with her, could not have any children. They're now into their 90s. It seems to be at their latter end. And they have this promise. They have what they've heard, what they saw, what God said. And it keeps coming back to them, keeps coming back. And he didn't even consider that they're old. He didn't even think to consider that she couldn't have a child when she was in her 20s. He didn't even think back to consider. This is faith at work. This is how he received the promise. Because God is the God that is not moved by what looks to be dead. He is the God that will bring that dead to life if he needs to. And this is actually what went right into him offering this child later on. He's starting to have this faith that God is the God that will resurrect the dead. And if he has to cause it what is cold and lifeless, he will breathe life into it. And it will be living better than it ever had, better than it ever could in this life of its own. And that's what caused him, because you'll find if you read the Bible, that when he was offering Isaac and when, when Isaac was offered, that he trusted God would raise him from the dead if he needed to. That was this reliance he had, the trust he had in God. And that trust is working right here that you see that he's not even considering, not even mindful at all. It's not entering into his heart that Sarah's too old that he's too old, that they couldn't then, so they can't now. He's not thinking at all about the deadness of the circumstances. He's not thinking at all how many months it's been since they've had any work. He's not thinking at all how many bills they have piled up. He's not thinking at all. Can you see this? This is faith. This is trusting God. This is not being moved by any circumstance. This is, hallelujah, building up God's way. And he was all the time still hearing, Father of many nations. He was still all the time seeing, Hallelujah, all the stars in the sky and God bring it back to him. That's, you can number that, you can number your kids. And he's thinking, I can't number that. He's thinking, I know, exactly, exactly. He calls them to look down, look down at that, at the granules of that's under your feet. Count and number those. He's thinking, I can't. He's thinking, I know that's your descendants. That's your family. That's what shall be. This is the father of our faith. And these are faith words. Hallelujah. Let's continue. Thank you, Lord. God, he said, uh, he continued in the 19th verse, And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead, when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Let's look at this for a moment. If he would have considered the circumstances, if he would have considered how dead of a situation they were in, and that's all he thought about, and that's all he talked about, and that's all that was in his heart. 
he would have staggered. He would have wavered. He would have been in doubt and unbelief. He would not have been able to give God glory because he would not be strong in faith. The only way you and I will have faith words is if we nourish faith. The only way we'll nourish faith is if God's words are ever before our eyes, ever in our ears. If we keep in that place, they'll ever be in our heart, which means they'll ever come out our mouth, and you and I will always be building up God's best. And we will see supernatural workings all around us, healings and deliverances, mighty workings for the kingdom of God all round about us. It starts in here, and in here, in our heart and in our mind. And this is the only way we'll have the words required for victory in our lives. This is how it was that he did not stagger. He was not moved by the circumstances. Why? Because he was so moved by faith. He was so moved by this fellowship with God. He could hear God's words. He, he knew it inside him. He could see it clear because he took time to fellowship. This is what faith is for, friends. Faith is for fellowship with God. You want, hallelujah, you want to know what faith is for? It's so that you and Him can be so close, that you can know God for yourself, that His way can be so clear to you, that you can know His voice like you've known your parents, or if not them, like a close friend. This is what faith is for. Hallelujah. Let's uh, finish this in closing. Said He was strong in faith, giving glory to God, and it continues in the 21st verse and says, And being fully persuaded, he was fully persuaded, that what he, that what God had promised, he was able also to perform. And therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I encourage you, friends, as we head out here, God is not a man that he should lie. There are two immutable promises that God, He cannot lie what He said He will do. And that's what Abraham found. He found that this was God. God is a faithful God. And if He said it, He will do it. And he'll, He's the same faithful God for you and for me. So what He's put in your heart, what you've seen in His Word, you have faith inside you, keep it before your eyes. Listen to it. Hear people preach on that. Get it inside you because those faith words are going to change your world. And your world being changed is a revolution for somebody else. Somebody else is hinging on your and my faith producing. Hallelujah. It is what will give glory to God. That's all for now, friends. We love you. We bless you. And we will see you soon. Thank you, Lord.